let's continue on uh, being prepared to have that meeting with the King of Kings. So now let's work here to achieve palpable closeness to Kadosh Baruch Hu. And so the three levels of prayer, let's go into that. So in the previous lesson, we explained that there are three levels of tefillah. We, we talked about a prayer for personal needs like parnasa, livelihood, health, and clothing. We talked about when a person recognizes that Hashem is the one who withheld the object from him, and thus he's the only address at which to seek anything. So the tefillah becomes a means for instilling emuna in divine providence. And then we discussed the highest level is when your goal is, is intimacy with the Creator. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk, Oh, that He would kiss me with the kisses of His mouth, for His love is far more precious to me than wine, than all the pleasures of this world and the next. So now let's discuss this third level. So of Moshe Rabbeinu it says, Mouth to mouth I speak with Him in a clear vision, not containing allegories. So furthermore, we find the words of Azal that whenever a Torah scholar sits and learns Torah by himself, Hashem sits opposite of him and learns with him. The Pasuk says, Nochak penei Hashem, literally opposite the face of Hashem. So likewise on the verse, Hashem is your shadow at your right side. Hazal taught, what's the meaning of Hashem is your shadow? So just as your shadow will laugh if you laugh, cry if you cry, and will mirror your sad or friendly countenance, so does Hashem respond to you in accord with the way that you relate to Him. So if you use your mouth to speak to the Creator, then that's an element of mouth to mouth, I speak with Him. So certainly we can't be on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu because no prophet has arisen like Moshe, but everyone, every single one of us has an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu within us and through that we can attain a small degree of such a level. And it's accessible to each individual. So the very fact that you can talk to the Creator is the greatest achievement of all. And so we discussed at length that there are two kinds of speech. The way of crying out, which is speech that comes from distress, and that speech that comes as a man speaks to his friend, which is simply and naturally. So you sense that the Creator is nearby and so you speak to Him and you have a simple feeling that Hashem is listening to your words as if you have, He has nothing else to do. And so this level of prayer is reached in Shemona Esrei, which is recited quietly in Kol Dema Ma Daka, a subtle quiet voice. When one screams, he feels as if Hashem is far away, but in Shemona Esrei, we speak as if to a friend that's standing right there, right next to you. And this is the essence of what we said until this point that we, we're, we're going to now develop further. So, so let's keep going. So we know that when we daven, we don't start immediately with the Shemona Esrei, but rather we begin with Burkara Shachar, progress to Korbanos, Pesuket de Zimra, Yotzeor, and the Shema. Only after all these preliminary stages do we come to the Shemona Esrei. So what's behind this progression? So we normally feel as if we're separate from Hashem and through tefillah we can gradually overcome the sense of separateness and begin to feel that we really are conversing with the Creator. Every stage of tefillah is an accent. It's an ascent. And so at first we feel separate. And as we progress, we feel closer and closer to the Creator. And so we come to feel closer and closer until we finally arrive 
at the Shmona Esrei was this a stage where a man is speaking to his friend. And so to illustrate this, so imagine Reuben on one side of the street and Shimon on the other. And Reuben shouts out to Shimon to wait for him. And Reuben's strong desire is to tell Shimon something prevents him from waiting until Shimon comes over from his side of the street. So he first screams to him to stop so that Shimon will know that he has something to tell him. So as, as they come closer to each other and the distance between them shrinks, Reuben will still speak loudly enough so that Shimon can hear him, but he will gradually lower his voice. And when they finally are next to each other, they can speak to each other softly and even whisper. And this is the meaning of as a person speaks to his friend. And so the lesson from this is that as you approach closer and closer to intimate connection with the creator, the inner cry of your soul quiets down. You can then speak more softly until you reach the condition of kol de mama daka, a subtle, quiet voice. And you can't immediately start with Shmona Esrei because as the Sephora Makedoshim say, even a person who cleaves to the Creator all day reaches the highest level of attachment during tefillah, especially during Shmona Esrei. So even if you remember Hashem throughout the day, unless you regularly are talking to Hashem, you're going to generally be involved in other endeavors, even if they are as noble as studying and learning Torah. And so since our head holds additional thoughts and our attachment to Hashem is not absolute, and so it's depending on our level. So when a person comes to Daven before Hashem, then you detach from everything around you in the world and you're totally devoted to speaking with Hashem. And this detachment generally cannot come radically, but in gradual stages, as if you would be climbing a ladder one rung after the other. And so when you start to daven, you can't immediately shift from this ordinary state of that Shmona Esrei with the Vegas. There's a progression and slowly you're going to feel more and more closeness to Hashem. So if you wish to jump right away to the Shmona Esrei, you're, you're, you're seeking a miraculous contraction of your path. And so in the physical world, we know that only very few Sadiqim earned this miracle. And so too, we must know that there's generally no in spiritual growth. So therefore, as a rule, you have to proceed gradually. So at first, you're going to speak to Hashem with a certain sense of being distant. And then you're going to feel closer and closer and closer until you reach an inner level of closeness to your Creator. And certainly, every rule has an exception. And there are days in which there's a stronger sense of distance and there are days in which you feel closer. But in general, you have to go step by step. You have to go one step at a time. If you start with the surface level of the soul and the point furthest from the Creator, then you dig deeper, level after level, until you reach the inner point of the heart that feels the Creator clearly. And in fact, you're not always privileged to reach this inner point. And sometimes there's outer distractions and you have to remain in the outer layers of the soul, of your soul. And even when you do have the privilege, the process is of entering level after level from palace to palace in your soul until you reach, as it were, Hashem's throne of glory on which sits He who dwells in the highest realms, which is Hashem Barak Himself. So you have to be careful that your progress from one level to the next be done calmly with no inner sense of pressure. And when you push yourself to speak to Hashem, there's pressure. And understandably, if you cannot feel free, and, and sometimes people feel pressured to be calm, and inwardly they want to be calm, but since they're under pressure, they prevent themselves from achieving this, and the pressure itself prevents 
prevents them from feeling calmness. So when you know that you can only advance one step at a time and you're not pressured to immediately enter into the deepest level, you're going to naturally work in a structured way and calm and a calm way and you'll be able to gradually enter further inward until reaching the level where you can have true speech with Hashem. And, and one who is unaware of these ideas, you may think that you must immediately enter all the way within and speak to Hashem on that high level. And when you fail to do so, you feel pressured. And in this way, you surely will not progress. So you have to know that Hashem chose to make man this way. His will is that we should progress from level to level. All the worlds, including this one, are constructed in the form of different levels. And so every step of the way, we have to take time. Some steps require months and even years, and some minor steps allow you to enter more deeply each day. But ultimately, you can reach inner quiet and calmly speak to Hashem. And this is one idea. It was one idea, so it's relatively simple and easy to understand. So now, let's proceed to something more difficult, okay? So now, there's a deep question found in the Sephora Makedoshim. You must first comment that, you know, we have to understand that this is very subtle point, and you have to toil to understand it well. So in the process of Avodah that we're discussing now, there's been an emphasis on inwardness. So you have to, a person must be penimi, inward, not hitsoni, superficial, in order to reach deeper levels of the soul. And the question here is, is when, when a person comes to speak to Hashem, a person is apparently communicating with a being outside of himself, namely the Creator. And if so, then you're not involved with your inner essence, but with something external, the Creator. And if this is your feeling, then you gradually you will gradually lose touch with yourself, and you'll become hitsoni, dealing with only external entities. But of course, this kind of hitsoniot does not mean that you're going to start looking at store windows. And nevertheless, if you're not focused on your inner essence, but only on the Creator, then you, apparently you're focused on something external. And this can be very dangerous. If you habitually speak to Hashem, if you habitually speak to Hashem as something outside of yourself, you're never going to know Him. You, you're never going to know yourself at all. You're always going to be involved with the Creator, but will yourself disappear. And you must know then how to make the concept of tefillah property. So, you know adequately properly so it's so let's explain the proper inner essence of this matter and then let's describe the nature of a person who has not been privileged to reach the desired state so a person who has been privileged to cleave to the creator fulfills the pasuk god is the rock of my heart and my portion forever so hashem is inside the heart and the true innermost point of the soul there's nothing deeper in the person and this applies to anyone who has reached the 50th gate of wisdom. It's explained in the Sephora Makedoshim. He then feels that Hashem is part of his being. And when he speaks to Hashem, he senses that he's not speaking with a separate and external entity, but with his own deepest essence. And so, however, we can't not attain this level without long and arduous work. So when most people speak to the Creator, they don't feel that they're speaking to their own deepest essence, but to act. An external entity so now there are then two forms of avoda in in one method the individual is working with himself and in the other method 
We're working with the Creator. So in other words, at first there is generally a feeling of separation and after that you have to go out, out of yourself towards the Creator, then return to yourself, then go back to the Creator and then return to yourself and so on continuously. And at first you have to recognize yourself and if there's no personality then who is it that's talking? Who is talking to Hashem? So therefore you have to first recognize clearly that there is an I who's coming to speak to Hashem. I give thanks to you Hashem. So implies that there is first an I and then it's possible to give thanks to you. And there's a higher level in which the I, Ani, changes to nothingness, I am. But at first in order to have to have to you, there has to be an I. So before speaking to the Creator, you have to first start from a simple level. So when you come to speak in order to instill the basic faith that there is a creator, don't rush to say, master of the world, I know that you exist and I know that you created the world. Before speaking to Hashem, you have to clarify on your own that the world has a creator. And so to contemplate and think, it's necessary to accept that the world has a creator. So maybe not, God forbid, but then how did these things come to be on their own? You should work with this point and clarify it on your own until it's absolutely clear. Only after that may you come before Hashem and say to Him, Master of the world, I have thought and contemplated. Thought and contemplated and I understand that there is a Creator. I know that you exist. And this is a subtle point that has to be grasped. There are tens, perhaps hundreds of delusional people, delusional, walking around who have lost touch with this truth they always speak to the creator but there's no person there they, they don't live their own lives and there's a disconnection between the one worshiping and the one being worshipped if they fall into this error they can lose touch with the whole process of avoda and that we have been discussing and so now let's mention here another point so that the idea will be clear and structured in general we said that there were three garments on the soul thought speech and action so in order to speak to Hashem, you don't need action. You must, of course, fulfill the 613 mitzvot. But no action is needed when you, when you come to speak to the Creator. But in order to speak to Hashem, you must first have thought. If thought doesn't precede the speech, then it is shalom without any da'as. So now let's consider how to attain the proper speech. You might think that for a second or 10 seconds or 20 seconds and then start talking right away. And so if you first talk to yourself and then you could talk to the creator and this method is akin to producing a miscarriage every level in every world must be properly developed if there is no sound process of thought before one comes to speak you will fall too quickly from the world of thought to the world of speech if your thought is too weak the speech upon which it's based will not be sound and the entire structure will be as if it's built in the air. And so what's the proper kind of thought? So first of all, you have to know that there is a creator and you'll start thinking about this. Don't say anything yet, but think who created the world. There must be a creator, etc. So you contemplate this each, each and every, each, each person according to the time that you need. So until your intellect clearly recognizes it, that there is a creator and then in the second stage you take this idea and you speak about it to yourself it's clear to me that there's a creator because if not where did the moon come from from where are the stars from where are the people and so on and only in the third stage 
May you approach Hashem and speak to Him. So in other words, there has to be three phases. The first phase is real contemplation, spending a long time contemplating the matter well. And we use the example. Let's now use the example of divine providence. Right. So the second phase is that after the contemplation, you begin to speak to yourself like saying the world has a master. He controls the palace and I see his divine providence. And then the third phase is where you speak to Hashem and say, master of the world, I have clarified for myself that there is a creator and you exist and you control the palace and every detail happens through you and so on. So if you jump immediately to the third phase, you're going to fail. And if you only skip over the first phase, the phase of thought, and jump right away to the second phase, that of speech, that yourself, it will still be difficult for the efforts to have any real lasting value. So these are the three of the phases. And these are. So but in truth, there is an additional phase, a deeper one, which comes first, and that is the Ratzon which is the underlying will. And so you might begin to clarify that there is a creator, essentially. Why do you care if there's a creator or not? What motivates you to clarify this? The fear of Gehenna? A lack of inner satisfaction? Perhaps a desire to succeed? What pushes you? And so whenever you think about something, there must be a cause that makes you think. If, if you are approached... If you're approaching, you're requested to ponder on the current events of a certain city in a distant land, you're going to certainly answer, that doesn't interest me, I don't live in that country, I don't know the people who live there. So even if you don't have time constraints, you're not going to agree to think about those matters because you have no interest in, in them. And so for there to be interest, there has to be a certain ratzon, a will or desire concerning the matter. So when you begin to clarify to yourself that there is a creator, you have to first consider why you want to clarify this. If you will go on the street and you will turn to people and ask if they know that there's a creator, most likely they're going to surely answer, I don't care if there is or isn't. What difference is it to me? I'm fine. You have to clarify for yourself why indeed you are not one of those people who don't care. And why you don't want to know? Why do you want to know about the Creator? Why do you want to know? For what reason? Is the only reason because your father told you about it? Or perhaps maybe you're just afraid of Gehenna? Or you want Gan Eden? Or you don't want, you don't find satisfaction in this world? Like what moves you to want to go through this? And so this tremendous death to the concept of Ratzon, which is in the subconscious. So even if you have not attained the awareness of why you want to clarify this. It has to be clear to you that you really want to clarify it. And there's many people who begin to get involved with all kinds of endeavors and then they maintain interest for two weeks, a month, and or two months, and then eventually they quit. They started a task and saw it wasn't easy as they thought it, you know, as, as they thought, and then they quit. So why did they quit? Because their song was not strong enough. They wanted to perhaps maybe to make money or thinking it would be easy. But when it came clear that it requires more effort than they thought, then they simply give up. Their level of Ratzon did not have the power to impel them to progress in the face of such difficulties. And so in order to truly serve the Creator, you have to really want to. And after you find that you really want to, then you have to contemplate properly. After contemplation, you have to speak to yourself. And only after that can you speak to the Creator. And so again, we have to emphasize, you must first gain a general picture of, the, of, of, what we, of all these lessons. 
you ha- and, 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 and what's being taught here, and only then you apply your knowledge. Only with the Creator do we find guard and remember in the same statement. So as we humans, on the other hand, we need to pause between one section and the next because for simply, it's impossible to say everything all at once. The big picture is going to become clear at the end after we explain everything with Hashem's help. But at first, you have to know clearly what the first phase is, what the second is, what the third and the fourth. And if it's not clear, then there's going to be confusion, my lovely ladies. So, in conclusion, there has to first be a real Ratzon. And once is, and once there is a real Ratzon, then there has to be a process of thought. And during which you contemplate for a long time that there is a Creator. And then after that stage, that you, that, that you know that He's nearby. After that stage, that there's divine providence and so on. So, after thinking, you have to discuss these things with yourself. And only after that, you will advance to the last phase, which is speaking to the Creator. Do not jump right away to the phase of speaking to Hashem. Because even if you've already spent half a year working on a particular concept, you must still spend the first few minutes of every session, every learning, every opportunity of going through the process of thought. There are rare exceptions. There's times when a person is in pain and his whole being is screaming out and, and, then he, and then we pour out our heart before Hashem. That's not unhealthy. But you must know what the normal process should be and what the exception to the rule is. You must know this. So we've already given an overview of spiritual growth and it's been a brief discussion but very fundamental and error, any error in these details can generate inner confusion, and distance a person from his true world. Okay, from your true world. So, assist us in making these ideas perfectly clear and accepted in your heart. We want to shed olam for all of these lovely ladies that are listening to these lessons and they're devoting their time and their energy because they have a true desire to connect to you. We want to shed olam, please assist, assist all of us to gain that closeness and that bond and that connection with you. We want to shed olam. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen ve Amen.